Hello, everybody. Good to be with you again. So today we're going to discuss a topic about which that's something that I talk about a lot or mention a lot, but I don't know that I've ever really broken it down. And, and it's so fundamental that I'm embarrassed to say I don't think I've ever really broken it down as the, in the detail that I'm going to today. And what I'm talking about is I'm going to, I want to talk about understanding but I want to talk about the difference between intellectual understanding and the understanding, because they're certainly not the same thing. They sound alike, don't they? But intellectual understanding is with a small letter, what is the lower cap? Uh, it's with a lower cap U, um, lowercase U. And the understanding we use an upper case U, indicating that there's something holy or divine or whatever, you know, about it. Um, we don't want to go too far, but it's, um, but that's what's going on here. This is the divine speaking to the divine. And it is uh, doing so through this rough old cob, which is, just completely remarkable why it would pick such a thing. But I mean, and it's not like it picked it. It's not like that. And certainly in, because this thing's special. I think I, I think it did it just to show that if this old drunk can, can clear up and wake up, certainly sober up, clear up and wake up, then certainly you can, right? Um, so do as I say, not as I did. Intellectual understanding is not difficult. It's, it may take a while, but it's not really difficult because the people that I deal with are smart. They're all smart. You're smart. I'm smart. It's just smartness everywhere and non-duality. It's just hanging off every tree. So this smartness, this intellectual understanding reaches, reaches an intellectual understanding. And what is it about? Well, First thing we heard when we came into non-duality was that you were not the body. And I dismissed that immediately, right? I just knew, well, bullshit, whatever, what else you got to say? <laughs> I was willing to overlook your clear uh, California airy fairy mistake in order to see what else you had to say. I didn't know that what you had already told me was the most important thing that you would ever say, which is you are not the body. But there is. So we come to see that over time, we watch enough videos, we read enough books, we do enough meditation or inquiry or singing or praising or whatever the hell it is that we're doing as a practice or we have the no practice practice. However it goes, at some point, this thing begins to crystallize, okay? And we begin to see, okay, I'm not the body. Um, now, if I'm not the body, I don't know what I am, but I'm not the body. I can see. As a matter of fact, the reason I can see I'm not the body is I know that there's actually no Fred. And I, this, and I put all that together and I had it. And where I was with that was right in the middle of the bubble of self-reflection. And so, and 
that is a place where you're going nowhere, but you feel like you're making a lot of progress. <laughs> like a hamster on a wheel. I ain't going anywhere, but boy, it sure feels like it. And I'm building big spiritual muscles. And I'm seeing things go by. And I really think I'm making progress. But what thinks it's making progress cannot actually make process, progress. And the reason it can't make progress is that it doesn't exist. So you really are not the body. So when we dismiss this as being a possibility of what you are, well, I'm not going to tell you, you got to tell me what's left. What's left? See, I had always heard this thing and I went, I love that pointer. And I'm going to put that in my pointer collection. I'm going to take it and put it right under glass with the other pointers in my collection that I've got on the living room table. And when people come over, I'll show them my pointer collection and they'll be very impressed and they'll think of me as incredibly wise and probably, you know, deeply spiritual. And, you know, and we should really help this guy out and, <laughs> and let, it get, let him get away with anything. That was kind of my thinking. So <clears throat> it did not turn out that way. But once we figure out that we are not the body, and then we hear if they come to a teaching like this or similar to this, you might begin to hear about something called the character. And we come to see, oh, I see. There's, I'm not afraid because there is no Fred. There's just a character named Fred. <laughs> we will go through it. God Almighty. We will go this third thing and we will bleed it to death trying to make sense out of it. So we come to see, we come to realize through being just indoctrinated in it that we're not the body, but we certainly, there certainly is a sense of being here. Now, don't think that's the same thing as saying, I am here, or even that there is a here here, but there certainly is a sense of being here. If you check yourself right now, there's a sense of existence. That you, there, you, if I asked you, are you alive right now? You know, is there any possible way you can report no, right? <laughs> so there is already aliveness here. And we don't have to get set up to see that. There's nothing we have to do to see that. The truth is we can't possibly avoid that because there is aliveness here and it's, um, and it's what's, and it's taking the uh, forms of this and this watch and that skull and Buddha here. It's all awakeness. It's all, well, it, it's really consciousness. And what you are is prior to consciousness, but we don't have to worry about that just yet. We can go about that one day when it's raining and we don't have anything else to do. We'll look at that. But for right now, come to notice that we come to notice that we're not the body and we don't know. And we come to see that there's, or we come to believe because we're, we're, we're dedicated and most people really are. And, um, they're dedicated, they want, and they come to see that there's no Fred. God almighty, I'm, there's no Fred. After all, I can't believe it. There's no Fred. 
And if they spend enough time beating their head against the wall about what now, now that I've come to see there's no Fred, what do I do now? Because the problem is, is that I know that there's no Fred, but that's simply not my experience. My experience is that I'm a Fred. This is the Fred. And that this is Fred's room and Fred's house. That's what it feels like, isn't it? And this is Fred breathing. Yes, Fred's, Fred's handling this. This is Fred digesting too. I had a sandwich for lunch. And um, I'm, I'm, I think I'm about halfway through digesting it, but, but, but not more than halfway through. I'm sure I'll have to think about some more digesting it later to get be sure and get that thing completely digested because, oh God, it's just, a, it's just terrible when I forget to digest my food. <laughs> I don't have to do that. It's just happening. I'm not telling the body to digest the food. That's what the body does on its own. It doesn't need a Fred's uh, uh, or Bob's direction or permission or anything like that. You put food in here and if it is edible, it, if it's digestible, then, it, it'll, then this body will digest it. If it's not digested, you'll find it later. <laughs> not digested. But so these, there are processes here that are taking place on their own. Because, I mean, if it feels to me like I'm breathing, I bet it feels to you like you're breathing. I just breathed deeply, didn't I? No, I was just breathed deeply. I am not the body. The body appears to have just breathed deeply. But this body is a walking cadaver. So it didn't make up its mind it's time to breathe deeply any more than it did it's time to digest this sandwich. Just breathing happens. And if I decide I don't want to breathe anymore, then I'm going to hold my breath. And I do. I hold my breath until I pass out. And then I breathe again because breathing doesn't need my permission. Breathing, it, this thing is not living a life. This thing is being lived as if this were a personal life. That's the, the great advantage of relativity is that you, the unformed, get to the formless, get to experience yourself as form. That's the big deal. And it's, it's, it's very nice except when it's not. And what happens is if you live long enough, I mean, I don't know what this, what this means uh, because there's, there's no one here that's been born. I am the unborn. So there's no one here that's been born and there's no one here that can be reborn. But by God, there's something called DNA in this unit, isn't it? So we don't really need to concern ourselves with... Um, lifetimes. We can just concern ourselves with DNA, which is here now. And the effect of the DNA, that, 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 that the effect that life has had on the DNA in the pretend time that the DNA exists in. Woo! 
I know that sounded like it made no sense and it might not to you, but it makes, it makes reasonable sense to me. It actually makes pretty good sense to me, but I can understand that it might not to anybody else. Cause that's a whack. And that's, that, that's a, that's a high hill to climb. But this life is being breathed. You are not that body. How many times are you going to have to hear that before you start to think that that might be true? So, Fred, I'm not the body. I know that I'm not, but that's just not my experience. In other words, I understand this, Fred. I'm not the body. I'm spirit. I'm awakeness. I am formless. I am unborn. I am this, I am that. And, you know, except on Saturday nights when I play poker as Bob. (laughs) (laughs) This thing is just so slick, so slippery. So we come to understand what we, we've come to believe that we understand what we are. And we sort of do at that point. That is making a lot more sense than you were making before you got to non-duality, I promise you that. But it is not the, the ultimate prize. It is not freedom. It is not ultimate freedom. It is not what you're really after. The understanding with a capital U is not has really very little to do with the intellectual understanding, although an intellectual understanding, don't downplay it. Don't think it's nothing, because it's something. And we're building on that. So it's significant to have an intellectual understanding of this. I am not poo-pooing that. There may even be an experience from time to time that you are the witness. And that's not true either, but it's a great point of view. It's a lot better than what you came to non-duality with. It's a lot closer to the truth. I am the witness is just another thought, but it's a very significant thought. I don't know how to, how to, how to put that any better until you wake up and see for yourself. So the understanding is doesn't happen to a Fred and it doesn't happen to a body. So the body, the Fred Fred character that doesn't exist, that's waiting to wake up. (laughs) I'm waiting until an imaginary character can wake up and see that it's an imaginary character. (laughs) Good luck with that. So I'm waiting on an imaginary character to wake up. And, and since that's never going to happen, that's what we mean when we say, you're never going to wake up. And you're not, as a, the, the character is never gonna wake up. But the good news is you don't need to wake up because you're awakeness itself. You're neither awake or unawake. All of that occurs inside of you. 
so to speak. Not that there's an outside to you, but we just use those words because they're kind of handy. So all that's happening inside of you. There is, you are awakeness itself. <clears throat> and it's awakeness itself that gets the so-called, that has the so-called shift. And the shift is not really a shift from here to there, not from one place to another place, not from, from, uh, from there's nothing that actually happens except for everything changes. Nothing happens, but something very, very significant happens, which is that the character comes that has been trying so hard to wake up comes to be recognized as an illusion. But it comes to be recognized as an illusion by what? And immediately we'll go back to the character. Oh, yes, I've seen that there's no Fred, says Fred. Swear to God, right? That was my experience, and I'm sure it's your, that's what, that was my report, and I'm sure it was yours too. It wasn't the experience, but it was the report, because that's what the mind will do with that. The understanding is beyond logic. And it can't be explained because how can I can tell you, you are consciousness, you are awakeness itself. But that's that, and I may even, you know, be very helpful to some of you, but it's not going to help most of you wake up. It's just not because you had that information before you ever cut on this video. Most of you did. So, what am I doing? And who am I? I'm not this body. I found that out, wow, 15 years ago. I was not this body. I actually found out earlier than that, but, I, but it was not sustained. I went back to thinking I was the body and that I had the body had the body mind had had some kind of delicious experience that it immediately then lost. The understanding occurs to awakeness. And the understanding is awakeness coming to see that there's only awakeness. See, when we say that awakeness comes to see itself, well, awakeness can't actually see itself, but it can see itself as consciousness, which is what all this stuff is. It can see itself that way. But the I can't see itself. The awareness, the attention here right now, it's paying attention to this unit. It's paying attention to look at its hands. <laughs> but it's not paying attention to itself because it never does. It never turns around and looks at itself. The actual attention, that thing in your head that is attention. You think about it. That attention is there when you wake up in the morning. You don't have to cut it on. And it's there when you go to sleep at night. You don't have to cut it off. You, and, and that would be because it's, it's not actually the body's attention. 
it's a whiteness's attention that's being experienced through a body so that there is a sense of otherness. Awakeness is experiencing itself objectively. Your awakeness itself, you can't wake up. Uh, uh, imagine right now that you're, you're sitting in your kitchen and you've been, uh, it's, it's the middle of the day. And I walk up and I, and I say, hey, Betty, uh, wake up. And uh, that body looks at me kind of quizzically and says, uh, Fred, I'm already awake. I've been awake for several hours. I say, I know, I get that. Wake up! <laughs> at which point she's going to start doing this. And then she's going to say, Fred, I don't think you get it, but I'm already awake. And I say, wake up some more. <laughs> How does she do that? Can she wake up some more? She drinks a bunch of coffee. She might get a buzz, but she's not waking up anymore. Uh, how about this? Uh, wake up. Well, Fred, I already, I, 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 I'm already awake. Yeah, wake up again. <laughs> wake up again, would you? Can she wake up again when she's already awake? No, the whole notion is absurd, isn't it? Well, that's just like this. You are awakeness, and me telling awakeness, hey, you need to wake up, is like the stupidest thing on the planet, but I'm making a living out of it, so <laughs> I'm not stopping. And it helped me a great deal, even though the me doesn't exist. There's still the body's experience is far better than it used to be. I'll tell you that. There not be, may not be anything in awakening for the ego, but there sure as hell is for the body. Because this body is a lot happier. It's a lot more, I mean, the, 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 the psychology is happier. The body is more relaxed. It doesn't have to deal with so much tension and fear and all that, you know, stuff anymore. And not to say that the unit couldn't, you know, come to an alarm if, if it was threatened, that's just the unit. That's not me. That's just the units. That's really, when I say it's just a unit, what I'm saying, that's just conditioning rising to meet circumstances. And the conditioning of, and, and, and raw conditioning coming to rising to meet a threat, that's the, you know, that's the nature of, of uh, duality. That's the nature of relativity. Relativity is always one thing playing against another. Nothing is playing against you. You don't have another. You're beyond the play of the opposites. The understanding is coming to understand that what actually occurs in what we would call awakening, just because it can feel like there's somebody that's awakening or there's an awakening taking place. And what it really means is that 
uh, when I, 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 instead of calling it awakening, I probably should call it, I'm taking the bowl off my head. <laughs> because I've just been in this denial and wouldn't come out of it. And everybody said, hey, you got your bowl in the head. I mean, your head in a bowl. And I was like, no, no, I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> and I'm, uh, but I'm thinking I might be able to get to the point where I could pull that bowl off my head. <laughs> Well, you don't have a bowl on your head. No, no, no. I'm really close. Just don't bother me. I'm really close to getting this bowl off my head. And then, but then one day it's just recognized, oh, to get the bowl off my head, I just have to take it off. What I have to do is to cut and to take it off. That's natural. That happens by itself. All I need to do is notice that there really is a bowl on my head. And that given the fact that there's a bowl on my head and I am not that fond of bowls on my head, then I think that I would just lift the bowl. We like to put a little spiritual spin on it and call it lifting the veil, right? And it is lifting the veil. It's one way to look at it. That's a very nice and lovely way to put it in poems and stuff. And I'm pretty poetic, but right now I'm just trying to get down to brass tacks. So it's just pull the bowl off your head. That's what I'm saying is that you have a bowl on your head. If you're not awake to, to this, to yourself, because it's a whiteness that comes to recognize a whiteness, forget Bob, Bob and, and, and Betty, Betty, Bob and Betty are out of this. It's not about Bob. It's not about Betty. And guess what? It's not about Bob and Betty's bliss either. And by the way, I just put a, I'm, I'm writing again on the website Awakening Clarity now. I had not written posts in a long time and I'm, I'm starting to write some short posts again. And uh, I'm in the middle of writing one now about the difference between bliss and ecstasy. Because we think we're supposed to be in a state of bliss all the time. And that is going to be pretty wild. And I have felt it before, and I want to get back to feeling that again, because that was enlightenment. No, it's not. That's rapture. There's a rapture. That's rapture. This is bliss. Um, uh, th this is bliss, but it's not like the bliss, bliss, ooh, ooh, the bliss that you think. It's just a quiet bliss. It's really a, you know, another word for this bliss would simply be um, something just came up on the screen. The uh, another word for bliss is the great unknowing. Bliss is coming to realize that I don't know a damn thing. When I woke up 15 years ago, I knew a lot more about non-duality than I do now. It was all wrong. <laughs> but, I, but I knew it, and not only did I know it, but I was sure that I knew it. And that means that I was so stupid I didn't know what I didn't know, and that's called the Dunning-Kruger effect, and I wrote a post last week about that on awakeningclaritynow.com. <laughs> so go check it out. 
There is a new website being developed, by the way. And there will be, where there are a few seats left in the July Skillful Means if you, you want to avail yourself to that. Just, it's getting rave reviews. I don't actually do any promotion for them. I just let it out that there'll be another one and we'll, we'll fill it up. We're almost full now. And it's in July. The understanding is coming to see that this three pounds cannot hold the universe and all of its secrets in that three pounds. It's coming to view three pounds as Jesus, God, it's just three pounds. I mean, go get three pounds of fat and put it in your, in your, in, in your hand or three pounds of lettuce or three pounds of whatever it is and put it in your hand. I, I said that because I remember at the, uh, at the Whole Foods store, they used to have a five pounds of fat on display to show you what, it, what, what you were carrying around if you wanted to lose two five pounds. And it was actually quite inspiring, although I'm about five pounds overweight right now. <laughs> I'm actually about seven. I wish I was five. I'm seven or eight. I don't, I, don't, I don't think I'm cheating any further than that, but I'm seven or eight. The understanding is coming to see that there's no one here to get this. It's a transmission that comes. You will feel it. You can feel it from me very often. People will, I mean, I have lots of people that tell me they cut on, that they, that they stumble across my YouTube channel just a week ago, a month ago, Five years ago, whenever they stumbled upon it, they clicked on a video and they, and, and they listened to about a minute of me talking and they said, that's the guy. That's my teacher right there. Because you can feel that transmission. Because it's not being covered up with special fredness and it's not being covered up with, I'm awake and you're not. You know, we're both awakeness. There's the, the, we are exactly the same nothing. <laughs> so what did, what did nothing say to nothing, right? Um, you may be nothing, but I'm less than nothing. <laughs> so this is less than nothing. This, what we're talking about is less than nothing. How do you understand nothing? Describe a void to me. Describe to me a um, boundless, what a boundless void looks like. What does a boundless void look like? And when we always said that, that whatever this is that we are, that we don't, that we're just beginning to understand intellectually, or we've come into the understanding and the clarity is just not instant, right? And we thought it would be, feels like it, feels like you got the whole thing when you got just got it by the skin of your teeth. But, you know, natural arrogance will say, I got the whole thing. And it feels like the whole thing because it is the whole thing, only it's just one little piece but wholeness doesn't actually have any pieces. So you've got wholeness. It's just not, you can't put it all together. And that's what we try to do. We, we want to understand this by, by, by meaning that I want to figure this out. I want to put this all together. I want to 
know the secrets, the mystery of the universe. And the mistake there is that you think that there's an I who could come to know such, and there isn't, and this certainly can't do it. The universe comes to recognize that there's a universe and that it's it if you wanted to take it down to slightly more tangible terms. So there's understanding with lowercase u, which you already probably have, and that you just can't seem to get rid of, come to skillful means. I've done just one way to do it. There's lots of other ways. I'm not, that just happens to be, a, a, this teaching happens to be very direct. And you know, and if you had a very good, direct, effective teaching, you'd be hard pressed to not speak of it as well. Right? If I had not spoken of this, then I would still be in my living room back in my old apartment. And there would be thousands of people, thousands of people around the world who had not yet had even a glimpse of their true nature. And there are hundreds that I have woken up virtually. And there are thousands who think of the right me all my time. They wake up from the videos. They wake up from the books. They wake up from articles that they stumbled across in awakening clarity. There's a lot of clarity here. I ain't saying it's the most. I'm not saying it's the best. I'm just saying that it's the most best for you if it is. Find out. Don't dismiss it just because I have a Southern accent or you don't buy into my brand. Well, if you don't brand into my brand of humor, you probably might as well dis dismiss it because otherwise it's going to be terribly annoying for you. And if you find this teaching annoying, it ain't your teaching. Not yet. Don't dismiss it. You may yet come back. Betsy looks at me sometimes and says, they always come back, don't they? <laughs> And the answer is no, but it feels like it. I'm going to just get on out of here now because I've spoken for, you know, about 20 minutes longer than I wanted to. I wanted to have about a 15-minute video. And, of course, I can't cut a 15-minute video at the point of a gun. But then we've got 35 minutes or just under, and uh, that's not too bad. So let me, let me get out of here. I can't wait to see you again. Hopefully it won't be so long in between videos, but I'm doing videos and writing posts and meeting with every, people every day. And there's only so much that this body can do. See you later. Bye-bye. I love you.